Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on a Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. I hope you all had a great weekend. Will somebody please turn the heat off? It's heating up again. It's going to be in the upper 90s, which is, you know, normally not that hot, but this time of the year, record-setting heat here in the Valley of the Sun. Get out the sunscreen. Get the pool back open. It's going to be a hot one. Uh, Speaking of hot, it's a world gone mad. I mean, let's face it. What used to be right is left. What was left is right. I'm a, I'm a conservative, yet I'm starting to think like a liberal. This is the new economy, and probably more than ever. And really, and I mean this, more than ever, you need to make sure you're ready. Because, you know, all the stuff that that for over two decades we've been telling you about. You know, we've been on the air, this is like year 22. The message has not changed in 22 years. That's saying something. And I'm telling you, you know, it, it's, and I guess we should be thankful that it doesn't happen quickly. And I always talk about how I want it to be an organized event. But the more I hear, the more I watch, the more I believe it's not going to be that. You know, and, and I do the, and I've been saying a lot lately, how did you go bankrupt? It was gradually and then suddenly, you know, that's very important because that's exactly what, this is what is happening here. We are gradually, and we, and you know what, we've been gradually going bankrupt. And I'm not just talking about financially, spiritually, morally. And they're all tied together. They all they go hand in hand. There's a reason why we feel so divided. There's a reason why we don't trust our poli- uh, our elected officials. There's a reason why we don't trust the media. And it's because we've gradually, over decades, been going bankrupt. And remember how it ends. It ends suddenly. But it really wasn't sudden, was it? And today uh, we got a lot of ground to cover. We're going to talk about what's been happening up in Congress. Once again, you are under attack. I know they want to tell you that you're not, but you are. And I hope, I, I sincerely hope, and I know you're all waiting for the shoe to drop. You're like, well, you know, maybe, maybe they're wrong. I know they're not, but I want to believe that they are, so I'm going to hold off. And I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait, and I'll buy after the shoe drops. That's, that's, unfortunately, you can do that, but it just it never works out well that way. Because you're always late. And, and I'm going to tell you that this is, this is one of those moments. This is 2017 is going to go down as one of the And you know what? And it happens all the time. And I remember when I first got here. Especially uh, by by the time of 
06 and 07 came around. Do you know every other call? And, and it may have been more than I'm not even exaggerating. Was oh, I wish I had listened to Eric back in 2001. Back in 2000, I should have bought in when gold was 250, but I didn't. And of course, by that time, they were buying at six, seven, eight hundred dollar gold, thousand dollar gold. And this is one of those. This is the again another time. But here's the difference: it's not 250. Right, it's twelve eighty, and I'm telling you, it's the same thing again. We're getting ready, and we're on track for the next. And really, we've already started it. But the 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 next suddenly move is fast, is quickly, quickly approaching. Our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website, and it's the best in the business. There's not a better one at allamericangold.com. There's everything there. There's all the news, all the videos, all the things to keep you educated. Right? We've got the podcast, the Facebook, the Twitter, the YouTube. You can shop online. You can get it all done. Make it part of your daily routine at allamericangold.com. Over the weekend... And then this morning, the president gave a little, uh, a quick little, I guess, uh, impromptu press conference about it, talking about your 401ks, talking about the tax cut, and and again, all we all last week, I kind of like, God, I feel like a liberal right now, because these are cuts that we cannot afford, and of course, it's giving money to the wrong people, and we're going to talk all all about that today. We're going to go in-depth to what was proposed behind closed doors and and whether or not they do it this time around or next time around. It's coming. And, And it's simple mathematics. We're broke. We don't want to admit it. We've been living off the credit card and now we really got a problem because we want to give out these tax cuts so Wall Street will continue to go higher. Trust me, that's what they're for. At the same time, the deficit hit an ominous number. Patriot Radio News. Patriot. <laughs> it's Monday. I got to be retrained. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're going to be back after the break. 800 uh, We are sold out of that $20 Liberty special. Uh, just was what a, what a great opportunity uh, it was. And still is. Listen, this is the best gold market in 16 years. Yeah, it, it really is. Maybe the best gold market ever. And what I mean by that, as far as being able to buy, now granted, the price, you know, it's a thousand dollars higher than it was 16 years ago. But your ability to buy gold in proximity to the spot prices has never been better. And that's always an indication that the bottom is here. Uh, By the way, uh, gold's up. 
what, a couple more bucks here, 1280 1281 uh, Silver's all the way back as well now. Silver uh, at seventeen oh eight. As uh, it it was actually down a little bit this morning, but I, the bottom's here. Sorry, but actually the bottom was December twenty fifteen at a thousand fifty, and and now we're kind of we're just preparing. The budget deficit, the the good number. Uh, if you go out to allamericangold.com this morning, it's the very first article up there. Came in at six hundred and sixty-six billion, uh, just under seven hundred billion. Uh, I think it was up eighty billion from last year, and you know last year was up eighty billion from the year before. And remember, even that number was kind of a—I don't want to call it a lie, but a misrepresentation. The very first day of the fiscal budget year twenty eighteen, which started October one. The deficit went up by over a hundred billion dollars. So they kind of this was the the putting of the the lipstick on the pig, so to speak, uh, in in the six 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 number. Just creepy, right? I mean, right? Somebody can't you throw an extra billion on? You know, at this point, why not? Right? When you you're funding the number already, but yeah, the the mark of the beast six. Six 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 hundred sixty six billion uh, was the again the good deficit number, and then around Washington, and this started late Friday afternoon. Proposals floating around Washington to cap the amount that Americans can trip can contribute before taxes to 401k plans and individual retirement accounts accounts are unsettling professionals in the retirement industry right you know so here's what's happened the government i don't know how many sets of books they have i don't i know the one that they tell us about i know they've got that one and i know that one is the least closest to reality and and of course we allow it because let's face it the the media the the stock market it's all predicated upon not allowing the american public to really know the truth because if we knew the truth you would actually say wait a minute when did this happen and how do we go back right they want you to believe that we can't go back Right? We can't bring the manufacturing jobs back. We can't allow to make this, undo the changes that allowed for all of these mega corporations in the global economy. Now, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Right? And you hear it all the time. Oh, if you do protectionism, they like to call it an, an ism. And really what it's been is the greatest fleecing of hundreds of mil- of millions of people the world has ever seen. Republicans looking for ways to generate revenue. See, we have a spending problem. Instead of looking at how to cut spending, right, they're looking at ways to what? 
Well, they're, they're trying to help their buddies. And all of the things, and listen, Donald Trump came out today and talked about, oh, no, we're not, what I'm talking about right now, no, we're not going to touch the 401k, we're not. I'm going to tell you right now, if it's not this time, it's going to be next time, because it's going to get touched. And I'm just laughing, thinking about all the, those commercials with people rocking around with the, their how much money they have, right? And you know what? I, I, I didn't see any of the ten and the 15,000, the 20,000, which a, a lot of people, I didn't see any zeros, which when you go from zero to probably less than 50,000, you get the majority of Americans. You never see those times. But they were broke. They want to do a tax cut. They know they're not even they're not even trying to pay for it. What they're trying to do is minimize how big of a hole they're going to put in to the budget. Now remember, we already got six hundred and sixty six billion for this year. They already know next year's number is going to be somewhere near eight hundred billion and we gotta wait and see about the tax cut. Republicans looking for a way to generate revenue. This is why I said I'm talking liberal. <laughs> I mean, Republicans now are talking about capping 401Ks. By the way, you know the amount they, they were talking about? $2,400. Once you hit 2400 bucks, they want to start taxing the income. This is how bad it really is. And, and you know what? That's actually probably, it, it's still not reality, but it's closer. I mean, honestly, the whole, that whole tax break needs to go away. And you know what? When the bubble finally bursts, because, you know, you know as well as I, it, this is not the best America's ever been, not even close. Nobody argues that. Not even the president. The president's like, hey, I'm trying. I'm going to try to get 4% GDP growth. I don't know how to do it other than to go farther into debt. We've given it all away, and we, we, we created this economy that we thought we needed that allowed for big business to essentially take jobs away from the American people, because that's what they've done. Contrary to what Janet Yellen might be trying to tell everybody how great the jobs market is, the good jobs are gone. And not all good jobs are gone, right? There's a few. You've got a chance. You know, you used to believe that your kid had a really good chance at having it better than you. How many out there, you know, some of you, you know, we're getting older now, so how about your grandkids? Think they're going to do better? Think they got any shot? I'm sitting here and I keep telling you day in and day out, 10 years from now, we're going to be staring down at $40 trillion. What do you think that's really going to do? And now you have Congress saying, hey, you know what, let's end the tax-deferred 401k. Why? Because we need revenue. says that the members of the House and Ways Committee expected to release a version of the tax bill by mid-November. 
lobbyists and others in the retirement and financial service industry who have spoken to congressional staff and committee members say lawmakers are looking at proposals that would allow 401k participants to contribute significantly less than what is currently allowed in a traditional tax-deferred 401k. An often mentioned amount was $2,400. I think it's not sure what it is today, 24000 something like that. Uh, but, but nonetheless, here's what you have to understand. Why are they even talking about it? And, and you start to really get a feel for how bad is it really? When, when all of a sudden, right, this was it. Remember how all of this happened. And I keep telling you, they, they, they lie, they cheat, they manipulate us. This was the 401K was the economic nirvana. Now, the people that actually created it now, and I've, I've told this story, right? They're horrified by what's happened. See, because the 401K, that was another, it was supposed to be, well, what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a supplement. You know, really, you kind of look at it, right? Social Security was supposed to be a supplement. 401K was supposed to be a supplement. It was supposed to be a supplement to your pension. And most of us today, especially like my generation, we didn't grow up with pension. By the time I became of working age, most of the companies did away with them already. When they created the 401K, they never in a million years thought that that was going to happen. But, of course, what did it do? It allowed businesses to what? They wanted their stock price to go up. Well, that was a great way to get your stock price to go up. Hey, we don't have a lot of liabilities. <laughs> we used to pay for these workers for years and years and years after they retired. Now we're, gonna, we're not. That has an effect. It's actually made most of us poor. And that's why I say you sit there and you look at the stock market at an all-time high, and yet most of the country, we're more divided than we've ever been. And you know what? It's going to get worse. You know, you think about uh, the the terrorist shootings or whatever you want to label what happened in Las Vegas, uh, the riots that we've seen in Missouri or North Carolina, whether it's the kneeling at the national anthem when it comes to the national football league and you you know how disgusted you feel about about those things it's going to continue and the answer really is a simple one more and more and i'm not talking about a hundred or a thousand five thousand or ten thousand you're talking about tens of millions of people, probably close to a hundred plus million people of working age that can't get by, no matter how hard they try. You know, and we talk about and we've made fun about and I've blogged about the side hustle 
right? And how many people now, you know, almost, what, it's approaching 40% of the workforce has to work multiple jobs. Businesses wanting less to do less and less, right? Somehow they're entitled to give us all the middle finger and Congress and our elected officials willingly go along with it. I don't know that I've ever seen a tax cut for businesses when stocks are at all-time highs. I don't think I've ever seen it before. We're going to see it now. And and let me tell you what it's going to do. Absolutely nothing. Well, I mean, you'll you'll have another six months to a year of stock price uh, rally, and I don't even know if it goes that far. I'm not sure because it depends on what they're actually going to be able to, to get done. But I just want you to understand what is coming. Because that's really more important. What is going to happen? And what is going to happen is the biggest pool of money. There's only two pools of money. And right, I'm being, you know, real high level here. Your retirement, right? Your 401ks and your IRAs. And then what's currently in the bank. That's it. And they're going to need both of them. Patriot Radio News Hour. You better have something that's not in one of those two places, because you're going to be a lot happier if you do. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Tomorrow, some people will be celebrating United Nations Day. I'm going to celebrate it today by telling you why we hope the U.S. Senate will never ratify the United Nations Treaty on the Rights of the Child. Old unratified treaties do not die. They remain in the bottom drawer of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee so that globalists can resurrect them later. President Bill Clinton signed the United Nations Treaty on the Rights of the Child back in 1995, but the U.S. Senate never ratified it. Our friend Senator Jesse Helms kept this bad treaty locked up in the bottom drawer for many years, but now we no longer have Jesse Helms to protect us against the globalists who want to push America into world government. So, everybody must be on the alert to see that the Senate does not ratify any U.S. treaties. The U.N. Treaty on the Rights of the Child would give a whole list of so-called rights to children. Suppose you tell your child to turn off the television and do his homework. Your child can respond, No, I now have my U.N. right to get information of all kinds through the media of my choice and from international sources. If you try to stop your child from sassing you at the dinner table, he can reply, No, I now have my UN right to express my own views freely in all matters. If you tell your child to do some household chores, he can refuse, saying, No, I have my UN right to rest and leisure. If you tell your child to get dressed to go to church with you on Sunday, he can reply, No, I now have my UN right to freedom of religion, and I've decided to join a cult instead of going to your church, and you can't stop me. 
The UN treaty also sets up a committee of so-called UN experts to monitor compliance with this outrageous attack on parents' rights. Tell your senators never to ratify the UN treaty on the rights of the child. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The traditional family is the building block of our communities and country. That's why it's imperative to support strong marriages, respect fathers, and champion stay-at-home moms. At phyllisschlafly.com, we oppose the liberal attempt to redefine the family. To join us, visit phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Our toll-free number, 800 951 0592 today's special uh, the, only got about 45 of them but still this it's a again the best buying market in 16 years and really a lot of times in in the history of the market make sure you take the time and at least buy some now because I'm going to tell you right now don't be one of those people that calls me two years from now, three years from now, five years from now, and says, man, I wish I would have listened to you in 2017. Put, put some of it away. Think about what really is happening, big picture. Okay, they, They've done everything they can to save Wall Street. Right, from from the bail-in to the quantitative easings and the, the bailouts, I mean, and the quantitative easings, interest rates near zero. Right, that wasn't for you. Right, that was for them. Think about all the laws that they've changed. And, you know, you go back. Uh, by the way, you know what? Friday, Eric was on on Friday. Those of you, if you missed Friday, make sure you listen to the podcast because I know a lot of you – uh, want to hear and and have and Eric hasn't been a man. It's probably I don't even know how long it's been, maybe a year. Uh, but he came in on Friday. We did a show, lots of laughs. It was a good time. Make sure you take the time. But understand what it was he was trying to tell you. And and as we've been doing this for twenty two years, we've been warning you all along, right? And 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 it started with Eric. He warned about what NAFTA and GATT were going to do. Guess what? He was right. Right? We were here warning you about Obamacare. Right? We were right. Now I sit here again, and of course, we warned you about the housing market. Right? When they were talking about, oh, it was a little frothy. And then it was just a subprime problem. It was contained. Right? We told you about General Motors. Friday, Eric just told you what's going to happen to GE. Today, I'm telling you what is going to happen to the money you've worked so hard for. And, and, and most of you sit there, and, and I know a lot of you say, ah, he's just trying to scare us. You know, first of all, we've never tried to scare you at all. That's the funny part. What we try to do is educate. Right? That's all I can do. After that, it, it's really on, you know, it's on your hands. It's on your shoulders to do what you know you need to do. 
Let me give you another example. Remember what I said. There's only two places where there's money. Your retirement account and what's in the bank. They've already written rules to prevent you from getting to your, to your money. Right? And, of course, you know the second you've done that, it's really not even your money. Right? You, we know that legally. But they don't want to, to remind you of that too much because, you know, it's FDIC insured and all that stuff to make you feel better. And now you start looking at what I've been saying for a while now. How did they get to record highs? on the stock market and how did we get to record high debt levels you know they kind of go hand in hand don't they <laughs> right the higher the debt is the right the higher wall street is well it's about ready to go the other way but here's one thing that isn't as of june u.s households now have more debt than even be seen well above the debt level seen right before the Great Recession. Think about this. Home ownership rates were much higher in 06 than they are today. And yet we've taken out the debt levels. Right? Because the home's the biggest piece of debt for most people. According to the Federal Reserve's own numbers, U.S. consumer debt now stands at essentially $13 trillion. So think about it. GDP is like $19 trillion. We're about ready to go one for one in consumer debt. On top of, right, on top of the federal, the states, the cities, they also noted that the proportion of overall debt that was delinquent is starting to tick up notably was the word they used. And that's a strong, strong word from the Federal Reserve. You know, they like to use the word words like moderate and moderately. No one really knows what that means. You know, I can tell you what that means. It's not so good. Notably means, yeah, it's not, that. that's real bad. Unlike government debt, which can be rolled over continuously, consumer loans actually need to be paid back. You know what was the the big driver of the Great Recession? And really, it was really very, very simple. And they talk about subprime, right, and uh, liar loans and all that. That was the reason. No. The reason was people's inability to pay back debt. That's what happened. And now, according to their own data, they already know. Uh oh. Whoopsie. Right? Part of the problem of leaving rates this low to help Wall Street is now you've got the consumers gorged in debt, and now we're struggling to pay it back again. I'd hate to see if we actually hit a downturn, what would happen. Most consumers, I love this part, 
especially those in the bottom 80%. <laughs> you know, when you think about the bottom, right, you're thinking about, you know, you know th- th- those 5 or 10%, you know, maybe 15 or 20 How often have you heard the bottom referred to as, oh, those 80%, (laughs) those bottom people, you know, those people, they're just a drain on our economy. You know, they they can't pay back anything. They, 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 They keep defaulting all the time. That's all their fault. Just the bottom 80%. We could just get rid of those guys. Everything would be great. They've borrowed as much as they can. Servicing this debt will act like a wet towel on economic growth for years to come. This really is what I've been trying to tell you. The reason why we can't get growth is we are drowning in our debt, and we just don't want to admit it. And now with the answer, more debt. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. The official count, 43. We have 43 $10 liberties. Okay, so these are, you know, half of the 20. These are the 10. 1866 to 1907. Nothing is safe. The fact that the House Ways and Means Committee is even discussing your 401ks and saying, hey, yeah, no more tax-deferred stuff, tells you all that you need to know about what's coming. And like I said, may not be this time, but it's coming. Not because they want it to come, because it has to come. They're targeting your money. They're targeting your money markets, your 401ks, your IRAs, your bank accounts, all the rules. The SEC's already written all the rules. Right? A lot of you, you know, because people are uneducated, you think that Congress has to do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Most of it's governed by the SEC. There's no vote. They've already agreed to what the bail in's going to be. Right? It's coming out of the account holders, the unsecured creditors. They've already agreed. The next downturn, no selling allowed. Right? Why do you think that is? 43 U.S. $10 Liberty gold pieces. There's $660 a piece, which is, I'm telling you, and you know this. You are, I don't even have to tell you. You already know. That's an incredibly low price considering where we're at. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Why the older gold? The answer is simple. The rules are better. Right? They're legal, lawful, constitutional tender. The United States government considers them to be collectible. Why that matters is because if you're like me and you kind of know what's happening and it's only logical 
that the United States is going to be just like all the other countries, and we're going to need to get as much gold as we can when this thing all blows up. Is when they confiscated gold in 1933. The only people that were allowed to keep gold, and of course you can determine for yourself who those people were, were people that had gold that was considered to be collectible. It's the only U.S. minted gold not allowed in IRAs. Right? I think that's actually a positive. Right? There's a reason why. And at $660, you just can't beat it. 800 951 This is one of those moments. And I know it's hard. You want to wait for the shoe to drop. It's already dropped. That's the funny bit. The shoe's already dropped. They just haven't got around to telling you yet. So think about what I just said about the bottom 80%. Okay, 80%, according to the Federal Reserve's own data, 80% of American households cannot take on any more debt. Right? They're already struggling with the debt that they have. You know, and they talk about all of these, you know, we, we talked about, we talk a lot lately about the Phillips curve and how that appears to be broken. And then we, was it, I think it was Thursday's show, we went after uh, Milton Friedman and his his little thing about how all of the, the economy, we did the 10,000-foot overview, how it was all supposed to work. Right, you lower right rates, you, you cheapen the money, you devalue the dollar, which creates demand, which in turn creates jobs, which in turn creates wage inflation, and none of it's working. Well, there's plenty of other economic formulas out there. Here's one for you. There's a what they call a threshold level, okay? So they they have these huge uh, data pools, and they and when, especially when it comes to debt, they have rules. Hey, when the debt when the debt stress hits this level, this happens. When it hits that level, that happens. You know that type of thing. The household debt associated with negative macro outcome. Okay, so this is this is the formula that according to these these great academics is when the debt levels start having a negative effect on the economy. When it comes to household debt, when the bottom reaches 30% is when negative macro outcomes start developing. We're at 80. <laughs> We're almost three times higher than what the level, the known level of, uh-oh, that's not good. But, hey, listen, they don't. let's not talk about that. Right? Let's talk about how the stock market's at an all-time high and how we're going to give tax cuts, right? Let's, let's focus in on that. According to how the formula goes, every 5% increase in the household debt to GDP number 
over a three-year period leads to a 1.25 percentage fall in real GDP growth three years into the future. Now think about where we're at. And, and you think about how it is, why all of these people, you know, really smart people, say, oh, yeah, we, we're never getting to 3%. We're never at 4%. They laugh. And I never quite understood it until I saw this. Now I get it. They already know. The shoe already dropped. Right? They just haven't got around to telling us yet. Patriot Radio News Hour. Wealth insurance starts to sound like a good idea, doesn't it? You know, it's so funny. They use that, you know, the fat lady sings, right? That's when it's over, right? Listen, the fat lady, she's warmed up. She's already singing. The thing is, they just haven't turned up the volume so you can hear it yet. But trust me, she's singing. Uh, By the way, just a a quick update. We are 100% caught up. Uh, There are a... Uh, a few metals people they're shipping today. Wendy, Wendy, had a, we we just everything came in so late last week. Uh, took us a little bit, but the last of the metals program. Everybody else, if you weren't in the metals, right? You you're, you're gone. You went out Thursday, Friday, uh, and then today the metals people. Everything's we're, we're all caught up. So if you're if you're wondering where your stuff is, wonder no more. It's on its way. Uh, today's special U.S. ten dollar liberty six hundred and sixty bucks. Listen, get it done. You need to have something that isn't uh, tied to this debt market. That's as simple as it can be. You know, and they talk about all the things that they're they're going to have to do. Right? You look at what they did to how much health care is, how much the cost to go to school is, how much the cost to buy a home is. When you think about the fact that now, according to the Federal Reserve, this is how, how they manipulate us. It's right in their own their own words and their own data. You know, we got a problem with the you know, the bottom, the people on the bottom, you know, the bottom eighty percent. Ten dollar liberty six sixty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh gold's up two and a half, uh twelve hundred and eighty, twelve eighty one. Uh silver is higher as well. Silver's now up about three cents, uh seventeen dollars and eleven cents. Uh rolls of US silver eagles, by the way, at four oh five. So if you're a silver guy and you want to do that, we've got those at four oh five. The ten dollar liberties at 660 and, and you know when you start thinking about what what's really what are the most likely outcomes is the most likely outcome 4% gdp growth is the most likely outcome uh all of a sudden the us workers going to make a roaring recovery or is it the most likely outcome the debt market which rolled over 10 years ago, and they covered it up with more debt, is getting ready to roll over again. And and here's the bad part, is it's getting ready to roll over at the same time the pensions are rolling over, 
The federal deficits are rolling over, right? Remember the 3% GDP, the debts could, you know, anytime it was above 3% of GDP was going to lead to bad things. We're at 4 and getting ready to go to 5, 6, and, you know, and the next 10 years, it's going to be double digits. Where the deficits will go up 10% or more of GDP every single year. And you start remembering what these the formula says about debt and what it does to growth. Right? After a certain level, debt starts to stifle growth. And according to the Federal Reserve, we're we're way above that level. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody have a great rest of your Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless America.